Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. It's an experiment that stems from a question. The question was, what would happen if I drank a Guinness every day of 2019? And what if while I'm drinking one of these Guinnesses, I released a podcast episode every day in 2019, and it all stems from my uh, my curiosity, one might say, to change curiosity from a noun to a verb, to a lifestyle, to the way I view the world, to an outlook, to a way one exists in the universe. Uh, man, this is day number seven, and I'm going to be honest with you right now. I woke up this morning thinking, what the hell am I doing? Is this like a massive mistake? Uh, not so much of the Guinness. Uh, I was talking to Sarah last night uh, after I had 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 a Guinness recorded last night's episode, and um, I was talking with her, and she's like, "Well, you know, you can just you can just stop this. You can stop drinking Guinness this year. If you ever get sick of it, don't force yourself to do something uh, that you're sick of. Don't force down Guinness." And here's the deal: she's right. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stop drinking Guinness when I'm sick of it. Day seven. I'm not sick of it. I've already had two today. Uh, no, I, I actually I did. Yeah, I had two today. I'm not sick of it. I could have another one right now. I'm not going to. Uh, but this conversation is exciting to me because um, it's. It, I'll tell you. I'll here. I'll I'll talk to you after this conversation. But uh, I think who's this for? This is for anybody. That I feel like there's a lot of you. If you're anything, anyone. If you're anything like me. If you're anyone like me, uh, you have. You started off this new year, and even if you haven't set specific uh, goals for yourself as far as like specific New Year's resolutions, maybe you're not calling it that. I feel like everybody has life goals that they're working towards, things they want to do. Maybe you are a musician too, and you want to get better at your your instruments or writing music or being a better writer in general, whatever it is, we've got these goals that we want to work towards. And the problem that I have is that I oftentimes find myself uh, setting up massive practice routines. And by that, I mean, uh, if I'm, if I'm going to get, if I'm in a season of practicing my instruments, I will schedule, I would find myself scheduling out of like, okay, three times this week, I'm going to have a few, I'm going to have three hour practice le- sessions and I'm going to sit down, I'm going to woodshed it out. I'm going to just hit it hard, which is fine. And maybe that's, maybe that's a horrible example of this because I was just watching something today from a guy named Tim Ferriss, who was talking about single tasking and the need to, uh, set aside certain periods throughout your week to do deep work. And you can't really do deep creative work unless, uh, you set aside over two hours. And he says, preferably under four. So setting aside chunks of time where you don't focus on doing anything else except for what you're focusing on that moment. It's called single tasking. I think I'm going to experiment with it. Uh, and I'm just talking out loud of these ideas that, and I'm realizing I'm contradicting myself. So I don't really mean necessarily setting up these big things, but uh, these big sessions, and that's really bad. But this conversation was a reminder for me to make daily progress, to make daily movement towards your goals. Uh, and so here's all, I mean, I'll, I'll talk to you after, after this conversation I had with Dan, but here's how this came about. My buddy, Dan Rodriguez sent me a text this morning and said, Hey, I know you're doing this podcast. 
Uh, I know you are drinking a Guinness every day. Uh, how about we get together for lunch? We don't have to record a podcast in, uh, if you don't want to, but we could, let's just get together, have some Guinness and hang out. Uh, and so we went to one of our favorite spots for Guinness in the Twin Cities. It's Keegan's Irish Pub. It's in Northeast Minneapolis. Dan, massive thank you for getting together for me and inviting. And what? I massive thank you for getting together in me or within what the heck see this is something all right i'm gonna i'm gonna jump right into this conversation here's my conversation with dan rodriguez at keegan's irish pub northeast minneapolis Twenty nineteen. What it is twenty nineteen? That's weird. I, I don't know why I was second guessing myself. Twenty nineteen. It's because it's weird to say. Because it it's weird. We're not there for a year. We've been saying it's twenty eighteen. How do they not have the technology for <laughs> blank? <laughs> <laughs> now we have to say it's twenty nineteen. Yeah. How do they still not have this technology? How do they still not have the technology for leaving FaceTime voicemails, like face mails? Oh, dude. That's that's. I want that. What do you mean? I want oh, a FaceTime call you and be able to leave you a. A video message. Now there's an app called Marco Polo and yeah, Megan yeah. and I use for like talking when I'm I on the road. But if I call you on FaceTime, I can't leave a message. I should be able to leave you a video message that you can pop up and watch later. Uh, it's 2019. Called, yeah, How do we do. not have? We have vi- that. It's called iMessage. <laughs> you have to send a video though. Yes. You have to like take a video separate. Okay, I'm just awesome. saying, I, if I worked at Apple, they'd be patting me on the back and saying like, yes. A dude in a black turtleneck is going to explain this to a bunch of people someday down the road. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Okay. Here's a thought. Okay. The million dollar idea, this assumption, I'm going to take this way too deep. This, is, <laughs> this assumption that all you have to do is come up with an idea and okay. that's how people come up with, that's how people come in, become millionaires because you have a million dollar idea. Like there's such thing as a million dollar idea. And I think that's not true because it's all about... It's all about action. Do you believe, like, how, where do you value the line between, like, you've had this idea for a song, right? Like, you're okay. constantly writing songs. Where is the line between, like, you just have to come up with the idea of the song. Where's that idea line? Where's the value of that initial idea? And where does the weight of value lie on the work behind it? Like, you have an idea for a song and then workshopping the song. Does that make sense? Yeah, here's, here's what it is. I, I love that question because here's how I look at it. Because I'm going to listen back and it's going to make that question makes me sound like I have Tourette's. <laughs> so I'm glad you like it. <laughs> here's, no, I like it. Um, here's the way I look at it there are songs floating all around us right now. Like, if you picture it, like in the air all around us, there are songs and they're floating all over the place. And as a songwriter, you should be grabbing at least one of those a day or at least one of those ideas and putting them away, putting it away for later to write. And you reach out and grab that song and you might be the first person that grabbed that song concept or that song idea. And if you haven't done the hard work of writing all the time to make uh, yourself good at your craft, then, so awesome. then you this. might grab that song out of the air and not do it justice. So your job, and it could be songwriting, it could be bartenders that make craft cocktails, it could be writers, it could be people that don't even work um, in that same sort of creative field. It could be like somebody who's like a, a different type of, like maybe it's architecture or something yeah. like that. There, those, those ideas are there, and they're ready to be grabbed. Yeah. It's up to you to, first of all, 
be willing and open to reach out and grab it. But second of all, having done the, the work to be good, come good enough at what you do to do it justice. A great example of it is I was, uh, I wrote a song called I Have Mixed Drinks About Feelings. I freaking loved it. And I thought I was going to be a millionaire. I thought I was going to sell it to some country <laughs> artist. And you just got to come up with that million dollar song, like, man. I was like, I have mixed drinks about feelings. This is amazing. And then, and then I found out Eric Church wrote a song called Mixed Drinks About Feelings. And it was a hit. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't. That I you'd didn't, never heard of before. I'd, I'd just written the song and then I looked it up later and I was like, yeah. oh, crap. And so I actually had to, I, I changed the song. It's something different now. Um, but because somebody else had already written it, yeah. somebody else had already reached out and grabbed it, yeah. and they did it justice. Yeah, you know. Okay. And yeah. So there are million dollar ideas, and they're out there. But the question is, why do you deserve it? Yeah. Why do you deserve to be the one? Are you doing the work? Are you reaching out and grabbing it? And if you are, have you? Are you good enough at your craft to do it justice? Yeah. That's my question. Okay. Because when you say that, I think of three... There's three muscles you just described there in that story. One muscle, and I'm wondering if you think of them as... Let's break it into two muscles. Do you view that as two different things you need to work on getting better at? One is the grabbing, the idea, well, like yeah. accessing it, and then the second is doing it justice. Are those two separate phases in your mind, or is yeah. that a link? Well, yeah, the doing... I am the reaching out and grabbing it that. is actually what makes you do it justice. So... Uh, if you're reaching out and grabbing the song ideas every day or, you know, several times in a week and you're writing those songs, you're going to get better at what you do. You're talking about muscles. That's what it is. Songwriting is a muscle. So you're going to get better at it if you do it more. If you work yes. it out more, you're going to get stronger. And so the reaching out that's part, that's badass. the reaching out part is what makes you do it justice. Because mm -hmm. if you're reaching out enough and you're grabbing those songs, eventually you're going to make that muscle so strong that when you reach out and you do grab it it's gonna be you're gonna do it justice because you put in the time and the work so one leads to the other but you have to start with reaching out and grabbing them and when you first start reaching out it's not gonna be good yeah but it's, you're gonna learn something from it and you might take that an idea or something that you wrote in that song and put it in something else because and you might go yeah that, I don't love the whole song but I love this line and this this was a Hell, zinger and I'm yes. gonna grab that and I'm gonna put it in this song and then you, it's gonna make you better the next time around yeah it's so good. Holy crap, my life has changed. <laughs> but that's—I mean—and it's like for you for like podcast ideas yeah. or for um, exactly like when you're writing, like when you're writing for like um, beer magazines or other things. Uh, when you're writing articles or doing other things that you're doing, you're you're not the best at it at first. Yeah. But 100. But the more you reach out and do it, you're taking a risk. You're putting yes. yourself out there. And you're hoping that you do well, and you're good. I've read yeah. your stuff. You're good at what you do, and you're getting better. Damn straight, dude. And, <laughs> but I'm serious. Even yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I loved the whiskey blog that you did from the Christmas tour when you wrote totally. about a different dude, whiskey that, every day. That is the per, that is a perfect example of this too of thinking like not overthinking it. Yeah. And it's like no, I'm not. This is just going on Instagram. Casera and one other person asked me like, why are you, why are you taking the time to like hash out and thought something that someone will see for 10 seconds on Instagram I'm like it has nothing to do with anybody else other than me the more I do this I get better at writing yeah you're reaching out synapses. and grabbing it yeah that was you reaching oh. out that was your version of it yeah it's That's the same thing yeah. in every other creative uh, outlet yeah but the, the difference the difference between a million dollar idea 
or a million dollar song yeah. or a million dollar magazine article is going to be you starting with you reaching on grab. Yeah. Man, that is that completely sums up why I want to do this kind of every day. Yeah. Because I want to become a better conversationalist in that even if it's I used to think when I thought when I started the podcast is that well I have to have like I I only do that by doing one or two hour long conversations and then you get in the stream and if I could put out one of those every week then I'll get better at it but really it's like or you could have a 10 minute conversation every day with people and start paying attention to all your micro interactions Interesting. and it just connects and I just think that's what you're that's part of what I'm getting from what you're saying of like if you like if you build the muscle memory you can like grab I don't know maybe I'm just assuming like so when you well, like, when you sit me, down to write a soon uh, write a song now do you, does it come faster than you used to yeah because you're yeah it pours the muscle out. is it pours out way faster than it did before and it's not all great but um, one of the things that one of the guys from Wild Adriatic said to me when we because I went up to New York and wrote a record with him mm-hmm. he was like you're I could just tell you're in your element like you were writing those songs those lyrics so fast and he was like you were just you could just tell you right now you're just like breathing music really yeah that's what he said to me and everybody writes differently but I I've been in rooms with people where I'm like the, I'm the slow guy writing the lyrics and um, those are people that write every single day and so for me I'm like he for him I was like a well-oiled machine and for me I'm like well yeah but I'm uh, I've seen how fast other people work in that yeah. field. And, and it so, gets lightning fast. Yeah, but what you're talking about too, long conversations versus micro conversations, you're, I can, it can easily be translated to my world as like mm. songs versus albums. Because if you, yeah, that's a good point. If you're gonna like uh, Keith Urban, we were just talking about him. Keith Urban's not gonna put out a 12 song record unless they sifted through 35, 40 songs first. Yes. Yes. And then, yes. And so they're going to sift through all those songs. Some of them he might have written. Some of them he wrote with other people. Some of them, nobody, he wasn't yes. a part of the writing at all. Yes. But he liked the song, and so he's yes. like, I'll cut that. So, but there's, there you got to whittle it down and put out your very, very best. And in those micro conversations, you're going to have songs that don't get, you're going to have conversations that don't get cut for the record. But some of those conversations are going to be really, really, really valuable and really great. Mm-hmm. And then you can put them on your podcast. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Um, do you know B- BJ Novak? Who, uh, oh, yeah, he has an office. Yeah. Have I told you about his? He, he says it, it's important for him to split up creativity and like, his creative processes is split up in two things. One is the idea phase where he just comes up with stuff kind of like your songwriting and then the second one is going back and then in a, at a later date going back and deciding if it's good or not. When you're creating, don't decide if it's good. You just put it out there, record a song, record a song idea and then every Friday maybe you look back over your work what you wrote that week or something. Dude, you gotta go. I do have to go. Dude. But I love this. Massive, massive thank you to Dan for getting together. Uh, I say that like we're not buddies or something like that. Dan, thank you for doing a huge solid and hanging out with me during the week. Uh, No, but seriously, Dan, thanks for making time of your day to get together with me. And thank you 
thanks for the Guinness. Appreciate it. Keegan's massive thank you for letting us record. Uh, and here, here's the thing. I, I don't know what's appropriate necessarily yet with this. We Some of these conversations are being recorded in public, and I don't want to be disrespectful to people and uh, be posting people's identity on here. So to, uh, the two of you that were working at Keegan's today, the general manager and the gal who it's her second week bartending and serving at Keegan's just a massive thank you. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure, trust me, I'm sure you haven't seen the last of me, uh, drinking Guinness in 2019 over there. Okay. Now here's the deal. As you can tell at the beginning of, uh, the recorded intro to this episode. I'm stumbling over my words all over the place. And that's something I want to get better at. And that's why I'm actually really pumped about this conversation with Dan, because, um, one of my goals is I want to be come better at thinking and speaking at the same time. Uh, Larry King, who is one of the greatest interviewers of all time, says he attributes part of his skill to being a great radio host and uh, speaker is was because he could be talking and also thinking about the next question. Maybe this is maybe this is normally easy for normal people. It's not easy for me, uh, but I want to get better at it. And so this was an encouraging conversation. That yes, maybe I need to. I'm going to continue at least for now to be putting these podcasts out, uh, to be putting an episode out every day, not just putting it off for just once a week to do the, the longer interviews. Uh, but I want to be doing this every day and slowly but surely I will continue to get better and work towards my goal. And like Dan said, be deserving, uh, of being able to honor the song that you're reaching out and grabbing. I want to be deserving of the, uh, the podcast episodes, the conversations I'm reaching out the people I'm uh, reaching out to have conversations with. I want to be deserving and do uh, each of those conversations justice. And like Dan said, uh, maybe maybe this is something that is helping me on a daily basis stay in that zone uh, and continue to work towards. I don't know. I would love to hear from you. I have a feeling that there's some of you listening that have goals for your 2019. Maybe you have a really uh, specific New Year's resolutions that you've already set for yourself. And I would love to hear if, do you agree with anything we talked about? Do you disagree? Do you have any input you think and other people would benefit from? Uh, how are you working towards your goals this year? I would love to hear from you. You can write into the curiouspod.com slash contact, or you can text or call into the podcast hotline. The number is in the show notes below. Leave a message and maybe I will share it with everyone else on one of these episodes. Anyways, thanks for listening. I hope that as you begin your week, you are moving towards your goals on a daily basis. And as always, stay curious. I'll talk to you tomorrow.